<laughs> era, era, two heels in a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Years of Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we are talking a little bit uh, AAW. That's two A's, not AEW, AAW. Uh, we're going to have a special guest on someone who we've talked to before and who we've talked a lot about recently on this podcast. If you're li- if you're listening, following, etc. Chris, talk to me. How you doing, man? How has your new year started off? Doing well, man. New Year's definitely is here. It doesn't feel like it. It just feels like we haven't left the house in forever. Um, but, um, you know, everyone's healthy. We're doing good. And, and, uh, there's, there's some changes, you know, happening in the, in the upcoming months, uh, for me personally. So I'll keep you guys in the loop once all that solidifies, but, uh, we're, Uh-oh. we're doing good, man. So you're having a fourth kid. No, definitely okay. not. Not definitely a fourth not. kid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, it's good. To, it's good to hear your voice, man. Um, yeah, I hope everyone's off to a, a great 2021. Uh, 2022 bro 2022 excuse me oh my god it's late i apologize um and but before I, it gets any later bro i mean i i am excited for a guest i, I want to bring him in he's in the lobby i see him now uh the gunslinger he's sporting his gear mr matt fitchett let's bring him in hey what's up guys how are you doing <laughs> hey, hey. how's it going man i'm doing great you doing all right hey do you i uh, gotta first uh, uh ask well, first, let's just, Chris, why well, you want to just oh. clap it up? Let's just clap yeah. it up. So I mean, I wish I had a soundboard for this, but it definitely, like, it, it just, me personally as a fan, I'm like, I'm fulfilled, like, because I've seen the journey that you've taken. Yep. And, uh, you know, being there consistently at, you know, mainly AAW shows. And and once, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to be at the Windy City Classic. But once I saw that, that, that picture come out, it's like, like it just as a fan is like oh like this is this is these are the moments that that you know that make us co- keep coming back to these shows mm-hmm. so um, oh wow know, congrats dude, that's on that. pretty cool thank you that was uh yeah i don't i don't know put a smile on my face that's it's cool to hear things like that because i don't know from you know when you're on the other side of the curtain i guess you just you don't realize those those moments are happening for other people you know but that's pretty that's that's cool thank you for those those words yeah i mean you you deserve it um i and, and i want i don't know if you like i don't know if you remember that we have talked before obviously in the past mm-hmm. it's been a little bit it's been like it's been years i wrote it down um it has been march so, of 2016 march 2016 so it's been a okay. bit since we talked um, and that was in the uh, the uh, upper area of the Berwyn Eagles Club, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. That was a long time ago. Holy crap! Yeah. So the the first the first independent show that I went to, and I think this might have been like Chris's like maybe third or fourth AEW show was mm-hmm. was Homecoming, and it was. March 20 or like Chris said March 2016 that wasn't the day we talked to you we talked to you a little bit after but that on that day is when you wrestled Drew Gulak you opened the show do you remember that oh how could I forget that I <laughs> I was just uh I was just talking to somebody about that the other day and um 
they asked me if I, I used to get tweets all the time about it. I, they recently, oh man, just stopped probably. I would get at least one, you know, it, it would go from a bunch a day to a few and then, you know, it would trickle away, but it, it eventually ended up being like once a week to once a month and then, yeah, it slowly just kind of died away. But yeah, how could I forget that match? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that was my first impression of you, which is an awesome impression. Yeah, what do you remember about that match? I mean, I remember it was the the was technical clinic. clinic, basically. Is that how you remember it as well? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember it being uh, a lot of fun. It was that was such a memorable match for myself. Not not just because of you know how it was um, received, but. Uh, it was the first time I had ever gone out there and just called it in the ring. And okay. it was terrifying. <laughs> so, like, but the way that Drew was super cool and he kind of told me how he worked matches and he was like, this is how we're going to do it tonight. I could have said no, but I was just like, ah, you know, I'm going to have to learn how to do this sometime, you know? So I was like, oh. why not? Why not now? You know? So, yeah. And then the, it was really cool that, uh, I mean, I don't know. It was just really cool because it was, it, you know, we weren't, I, I didn't think that we were going to go out there and steal the show or anything, you know, like I was just going out there like, Oh, I'm going to learn like a lot of new shit tonight. Like this yeah. is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I, I looked at it in that way and then, you know, how everybody said it, it stole the show and, 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 uh, I mean, people, yeah, people just still to kind of talk about it. And I was like, Oh, that, like it was like, you know, double, double the reward, I suppose. Yeah, it was great. And Definitely. during that during that show, not to not to linger too much in that, but um, I, I believe the main event of that show was uh, Ricochet versus Sammy Callahan, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and and I'm like, this was at the hype of of Ricochet and and Puma King and all that and Lucha Underground, and, and there was a lot of fuss about it. But you opening up that match kind of set the tone for the rest of the show, and the fact that I remember pieces of that of your match. And I just remember who the headliners were, but I don't remember much about that. Like, I think that speaks volumes. And that's why Charlie yeah. and I bring up this match, you know, maybe once every six months or something. At least <laughs> twice a year we talk about it. Yeah, see, <laughs> it, comes, it comes, some some way it finds its way back to you, you know, yeah. it's a boomerang at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was a part in the match, I think, where, like, it was like a silence and you threw in a little communic- humor where you're like, Ah, uh, he knows so much. You like said something like that. Like he knows so many holds. He knows yeah. so many moves. Yeah. Like and that kind of like just because the crowd was like in silence, almost in awe, almost because it was just like move reversal, move reversal. We were yeah. so locked in, and then you said that, and it kind of like broke us a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> that was just me being me. Like yeah. that was just like. That was me pretty much saying, like, I'm out of holds. I don't, I, like, I've ran through the arsenal. I don't know what to do here. So, you know, like, to fill that gap, I just, I ran my mouth. I just went to that. I'm like, you know, go go to what you know. So I just <laughs> went to that. That was the next step. So, yeah, I, it, you know, it could have, it could have potentially ruined the whole thing, but it, it worked out. So, yeah. That works, that's, definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And when we so when we were talking to you above the watch, I've never once again I've never been up those steps at Berwyn again. Except that was the only time is when yeah. We I don't, to you. I don't think like, I've ever been up there either since then. It's such a mysterious area, and we love that venue because it has so much like char- like 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 gr- almost like gross charm to it. But it's just like it's 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 a it's just a classic venue. Um, it, you were talking, you were saying 
uh, when you were with Vega, you're like, we look at the poster and we're the only drive-ins on this poster. Mm -hmm. And you guys were like, you guys almost like that was a little intimidating to you guys. And now like, look where you are, but basically now in 2022. So I don't know if you remember that, that comment or that moment. That's something we, we had Danny Daniels on a couple months ago, maybe. And we made that comment and he laughed. Uh, but yeah, so that's how you're, you're on top of the mountain now. Obviously we're going to talk a little bit about that, but like you went from, oh shit, we're the only drive-ins. Do we just even deserve to be on this main poster to like, now here you are. So that's kind of the journey we've seen. Well, uh, we're still drive-ins. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. But we're not the only ones now, you know? Uh, no, yeah, I do remember that. Um, yeah, because we did. We we thought it was like writing on the wall. We thought Danny was cleaning house, you know, like just mm -hmm. changing the entire uh, formula up and just, you know, refreshing a, a, a roster. And we thought that we were going to be grouped into that, you know. Right. And um, so we were just kind of counting down the days we're like, oh, man, just be grateful for, you know, each show that we get on. And like, you know, we'll just go out there and, and just, you know, have matches that we fucking care about and, and do it our yeah. way and just, you know, have fun. Like we were just trying to stay positive about it the whole time. <laughs> and well, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it all worked out it, real well. So. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you being the, the only drive ins to, you know, a local show and everybody's a fly in and, you know, we had this conversation before the show and then if i'm not mistaken during that show you guys won the the tag titles for the first time uh at the Berwin one i believe so if not the next show after oh no uh, our first aw championship we won at logan square it was against the hooligans that was the first time ah, we okay them. yeah well uh, the second time was at Berwin. Okay. so i we okay. did win them once at Berwin. Okay. so and that was against the rascals I think Chris, Chris is. We have this maybe, running maybe. joke where, like, <laughs> sometimes when we talk to someone, like uh, something happens to them while, and we try to make that connection when it really has absolutely nothing to do with us. So I, I think mean, I, it was, the it's a, it's at the Berwyn Eagles Club. <laughs> <laughs> is that what? That's the connection you were going for, Chris. It sounds like. Yeah. No. For sure. And <laughs> one of the things that you know w within you know that even though we saw you as a singles competitor first when you and vega became you know tag partners not even champions like it was a an ongoing thing with charlie and i like next show they're gonna break up something's gonna happen like so you whether you liked it or not or however that worked out like you guys always kept us on our toes you know <laughs> so like that that was that was pretty awesome and i guess that's where i was thinking i'm like oh you know it was around that time that you guys won the titles yeah. you were doing the Sheamus and cesaro before the Sheamus and cesaro were, were a thing you were doing you know it was like one face one heel oh trust me i've seen all the formulas out there i've seen all of them yeah i've seen things where i'm like i think maybe they got that from us like you get those moments but uh yeah i try i just shrug them off though i'm like yeah they probably don't know who we are yeah <laughs> you know? definitely yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about uh davy vega a little bit i want to i want to come on your hat uh because the last time we talked to you, you were the Dirty Rook. So mm. explain the difference. Dirty Rook versus Gunslinger. When yeah. did that formation happen? And explain the two. Oh, man. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know how much of it I want, want to say of it. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, so, well, the Dirty Rook, I'll just put it this way. Like, the Dirty Rook was, like, it's an old, that's an old me, right? Like, even then, like, I just kind of looped it in with, like, personal life stuff and, like, the way I looked at myself when I was a wrestler then. And, like, I kind of, like, I just didn't like that, right? So I was like, ah, I'm not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. And I need I need to drop that. Like I need to change. Like I need something, you know. And I I, I can't even tell you where Gunslinger came from. I it was probably me just me and my friends trash talking, you know, one night and just okay. it probably just happened. And I was probably like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that now or something. It was probably something stupid like that, honestly. Okay. I just don't remember where it came from. <laughs> uh, but the difference is, it's like. The Dirty Rook was just some, like, young punk, right, that just didn't take anything fucking seriously. Okay. Uh, just, you know, was just too busy having a good time and, and not focusing on, like, you know, what he could really accomplish. A gunslinger, he's just a guy, he's been around, he's been through it, right, and he's mm-hmm. just, he's just, he's fucking fed up. He's not asking <laughs> for fucking respect anymore he's just gonna go out and fucking get it and he's just gonna beat the fuck out of whoever steps in his way like just not caring anymore of like you know who i have to keep happy or anything like that like if i'm going to do some if i say i'm going to do something i'm gonna fucking do it like that's the gunslinger i love it that is (laughs) that is clear and distinct and that when did you do you think like like when did you start hear maybe rumblings in 2021 of like hey you were kind of getting this push like did did it just kind of happen naturally was just this- kind of happened because okay. it was it was like it's I didn't even know I was winning the gym lineum and I didn't know I was winning the belt either so I didn't find those out till day of <laughs> oh shit and um. Okay. Like, I knew that they were going to put me on a path. I just didn't know what path that they were putting me on. Right. And because I thought I was still, like, figuring out who the gunslinger was, too, and who the new me was and how I could portray that, you know? So, um, yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking I'm still working through, like, a whole process still. Okay. And, uh, see, you know, like everything just kind of started falling into place for me. And I was having bad luck because I had new gear ordered, like that all red gear that I have. Mm-hmm. I had that ordered, uh, way before we were even going to do the singles run this time. But with okay. COVID and everything, it got delayed for mm-hmm. months. And so I got that gear late. So I was wearing just the red Liger, you know, gear yeah. that, that yeah. we have. And it, and it didn't, and I had the jacket already. Right. So I have like half the gear and because, and I'm just trying to find myself and I didn't know what yeah. fucking music to use. I didn't know how to fucking act. I didn't, it was hard. It was, it was hard figuring out who the, who I was as a singles wrestler now. Right. And it just felt so foreign to me. And I was just like, you know, it's a lot of pressure. So, mm-hmm. I, I just took, I, I asked for a lot of advice from people that I just, I trust in wrestling and they gave it to me. And I was just like, I just went, ah, fuck it. And just went out and I just did exactly what they said and it worked and it felt right. And I was like, all right, here we go. And just kind of took off from there. So I thought I was still trying to, I thought I was still building up momentum. Like I didn't think that they were like, Oh, he's got enough and then pull the trigger. 
And, uh, so yeah, you know, just getting to the shows and finding those things out and like, it was just really cool. Like I thought the gym lineup was as far as I was going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you show up and I'm like, and they're just like, Hey, we're going to need a lot of promos from you after the show. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And I don't know why I usually don't ask, but I just like when they said that and I go, am I winning the belt? And they go, Oh, you don't know. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, uh-uh, <laughs> no, one, no one fucking told me. So I was like, all right, that's pretty cool, man. Like, yeah, and and like that that night, I don't know if I'm rambling. I'm sorry. No, keep going. <laughs> we were gonna talk. We were gonna talk about that night. So yeah, keep going. Yeah, that night was like really fucking cool. Both nights were really fucking cool. Like went in the gym line. was like, I'll I'll never forget that day. And then. Like winning the belt was really fucking cool too, you know. Like you just work ten fucking years, yeah. and you just take a lot of fucking shit, you know. Yeah. And then you're on top of the fucking world, so it, it's fucking cool. And then having like your best friend there, and then having your best friend from fucking sixth grade call the match all on a whim, like not just like it just all fell into place, and no one fucking planned any of it. And then it also landing on the exact day that i debuted 10 years prior like that none of that shit was planned out like it just no one knew and just like we all figured it out along the way and it was like holy shit it was just really strange of a night but it was so cool in that way you know so amazing yeah i could see no we could see the emotion on your face i think if if you the listener want to watch on youtube this would be a great great one to watch um yeah i mean you in that in that tournament, yeah, in the tournament you wrestled ACH. So when you're talking when you're talking about best friends, I don't know if ACH was included in one of those or what were the two your people you were referencing. Well, I was talking about Vega, like being there for the championship night, and yeah. then uh, my buddy Greg Jovi, he called the match. Danny, okay. I get, uh, someone I think had to cancel or pulled out, and they needed somebody last minute, and they asked him, and okay. so yeah, he took it. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you had some fantastic moments in that tournament. I mean, I think honestly, the gunslinger to me is someone who doesn't give up because you face, you had two David Goliath matches in like Jake, uh, Jake and uh, Josh, mm-hmm. Jake and Josh Alexander, especially the Josh Alexander match. Um, and it kind of almost felt like a passing of the torch. I mean, that was last year's winner or uh, whatever the last tournament was. That was. Mm-hmm. That was his winner. That's something. It was nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Who's held that belt? Um, obviously, we didn't know you were getting. You we knew you were getting a shot at the time. Um, who's if it, like is synonymous with the brand, um, and to have and it seems like a really good dude as well. And to have him kind of put you over in the in the main uh, event of that, I thought was like extremely fitting as well. So it was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I remember. Uh, what was that pay-per-view? Ah, oh, shit. I'm probably going to catch so much shit for not knowing the name of that pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> what was the pay-per-view? What was the name of the pay-per-view Josh uh, won the belt on? The the uh, Impact belt. Oh. Was, was it, it Bound for Glory? Bound for Glory. Bound See, for Glory. Bound for Glory. No, when uh, I remember that that I remember that pay per view coming up and Josh being against Christian and like I even just remember just like geeking out over it because I thought it was the coolest thing in the world, you know. I'm like, this is so badass for Josh. Like, go go for go him, dude. But it was also for the fucking belt too. And uh, I just remember like 
like trying to figure out if I was going to win the Jim Lynham, right? And I'm like, well, I might win it. If, if, if Josh, if Josh wins that TNA or the impact championship, I'm, I know I'm not winning this fucking tournament, but if he doesn't win that belt, if he doesn't win that belt, I'm like, I still have a 50, 50 chance and that's good with me, you know? So yeah. like I saw, I saw, I'm like on Twitter and I just see a gif of him holding the championship up. And I was like, well, maybe I'll win it next year. And I just keep scrolling. And then I saw Moose uh, cashed in or something. And I was like, uh, I was like, all right. Yeah. Now yeah. And then, so you read, then he wrestled Fred. Um, we, mm-hmm. I think he has, uh, once again, I'm not a wrestler. I don't want to sound like a, a dirt sheet person here. I'm not, but like, he's a physical dude. I think mm. he already kind of works that way. Like if you get in the ring with him, like you're going to feel it. Mm. Um, would you, would you agree with that? And can you comment? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I think Fred is probably the snuggest wrestler I've been in, in the ring with. He's okay. he's hundred percent safe. Like everything's fine, but he is, he is a heavy heavy boy he fucking <laughs> hits you dude hits you and uh so yeah when, when you when you're in the ring with fred you you got you have to fucking bring it up or you're just gonna get ate up and i did not want to get eat up or, or ate up at any point so yeah, yeah. you just gotta go in there swinging dude <laughs> that's no i mean i think that yeah i think that plays into the to the gunslinger honestly is this mm-hmm. How many, how many like giants you had to go through? How many really, th- I mean, like you are a tough dude, but I think when they like, look at you, I, I think, and, and your moveset too, I think plays to a comeback and like underdog and like kind of never give up mm-hmm. kind of, kind of, uh, kind of style. So I, that to me is, is, it sounds like is the gun, like you're taking bullets as the gunslinger, but you're, you're still shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it, it was a very, it was very like serendipitous journey for you for sure. Yeah, it's it, it was uh, it's it's cool. Like it's it's cool to see how many people have actually like followed it because I didn't think anybody was paying attention. You know, like I I thought I was just like collecting all of these things like for myself personally. Like oh, one day I'll look back and like I did this fucking cool stuff. You know, like for me, I, I didn't think anybody would ever like. Oh man, you remember that time Matt Fitchett did whatever? Like that. That's it's it's cool hearing shit like that. Like, yeah. for real. Well, Chris touched on it. I think like it's people who love a. Uh, there's a lot of lo- AEW loyalists. Not that they don't watch other wrestling. We watch a ton of other wrestling. We go to uh, other shows. But like, if you've been with if you've been with AEW, you, you respect the guys that have been there for so long, and you yeah. have put in all like if you put in all that work. I think if you would have been a fly-in who just started wrestling in 2021, it just wouldn't have resonated. Mm-hmm. Like that's that that baggage that you carry with you was show, was like part of all those matches like all that time you put in with a mr davy vega you know yeah yeah like it, it's a it's a cool fucking yeah I, I i enjoyed that every fucking step of the way you know from mm-hmm. beginning to end like and uh and just always having vega there with me too like everything's just been so fucking badass so so, um, you know, like soaking it all in and, you know, being that that main eventer now at AEW and holding that belt, who would be that ideal opponent? Who who are you looking forward to getting in the ring with? Oh, man. So many people like 
uh, I put a list out the other and day. And why Davy Vega? <laughs> is that what you're getting at? Like you want us to wrestle? We, yeah. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know if me and Vega are gonna gonna tango or not. I can't. I don't. Uh, I don't plan. I didn't even know I was winning the belt, man. Like, yeah. How am I supposed to answer that question? You know, like I have yeah, no yeah. idea. Yeah. But you like personally, like, is there anybody that you would like to get in the ring with? Maybe not necessarily in AEW, but yeah. just. Mm-hmm. You know, ideal opponents, like somebody that you would like to, um, you know. I know you saw put out a list. Yeah, was Eddie on that list? Who who else was on that list? Eddie Kingston? Yeah. I've uh, I've worked Eddie a few times, not at AEW, but uh, I had – man, now you're going to make me look like an ass because I'm not going to remember my own people. (laughs) No, it was was like Brody King, Keith Lee, uh, Calvin Mm. Tankman. um, Oh, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, I went for all heavy hitters, man. Uh, uh, Killer, <laughs> Cross, like... uh, Killer Cross. Oh, no. There's two more. I know the the last one. Oh, fuck. No, it looks like a dickhead because I can't remember the other one. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm scrolling on your Twitter right now. I found it. Brian Danielson. Yeah, that was the big main eventer right there, right? Like Possible. <laughs> yeah. It, I, even I always, even with the AEW I like I just always like... Like when I set goals, I always set like one that's like really, really big over the others, you know? Yeah. Like I feel like you need motivation like that. Like I think like dreaming big is yeah. a good thing. So yeah. Definitely. And so then uh big there. big beef. Oh yeah, big beef. Big beef. Yeah. Yeah, I've worked him in a singles, but uh uh not in a or uh, I'm sorry, I I worked him in a tag match, but not a singles. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll uh, I, so this is, and this is not necessarily AEW specific, mm-hmm. or is it? No, no. Uh, I would wrestle okay. anywhere. I don't care. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, a lot, but uh, ironically, a lot of these guys, and I see at least two of these guys that probably have a little bit of a freed up schedule right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, we don't want anyone to lose their job, but they seem free as opposed to where they were mm-hmm. uh, last year. And they've worked with AEW before, mm-hmm. so they could come in back and uh, you guys could tear the house down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you did. You did pick another a lot of of heavy hitters, for yeah, the gunslinger dude. to try to conquer. Yeah, man. You know, like they say, pick the biggest dog in the yard. You know, so <laughs> I'm fucking picking all of them. Let's fucking do this shit. Like I'm trying to take myself up an, another level. Like if I'm not trying to, then well, you know what the fuck am I doing this for? Then you know. So I'm just kind of throwing everything at the wall and. You know, if you fucking think you hit hard, then let's fucking see it. Amen. There you go. Um, and but some, but you would have to agree though, if you and Davey were to do something mm-hmm. singles, because I know mm-hmm. the split was mutual, right? This was like we want to do this kind of. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we both mutually split yeah. on screen, off screen for AAW at least, but we tag uh, a lot of places and pretty much everywhere yeah. but AAW. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, there, there is you guys. You guys could literally pull from like four years of promos to create a storyline. Like you have <laughs> so much that you could do like a whiteboard, like in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, be, like there's that much to connect <laughs> if you wanted to do. A, you guys have so much history. So yeah. I mean, I want to see. We want to see it. Just selfishly. <laughs> see, I like. I didn't think anybody would want to see that either. I was like, yeah, let's not do the, the generic, like, oh, let's break up and then go into a feud with one another, you know? Like, 
that's pretty much how everyone everybody breaks up like why do that let's do something different like we don't have to hate each other you know so that's that was kind of like our thought process and then you know he comes out and then everybody's got to react to it and we got <laughs> we got to look at Danny Daniels and go well maybe you're right <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's got the influ- He's got the John Johnny Bravo in his ear. You know, they as you know, Davey's easily influenced. Whether it be Scarlet, right, mm-hmm. in his ear, or Johnny Bravo. You know, maybe Davey has a little help getting to that dark side again. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes at and now he's on a singles run. Who has the main singles title? I mean, I think it writes itself. I don't yeah, know. It, yeah, it, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, but we'll see. Like I said, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I just I just carry the the belt. I don't I don't book the show, you know. But we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we we were pushing it. We were pushing uh, uh, Danny, Danny for that too. So <laughs> we've been trying. Great! I can't wait to have that conversation. <laughs> they want it. They want it. That's what it's gonna sound like. Yeah. No, as we said when we talked to you uh, on the once again in that room that we'll never see upstairs, we said like when your hands go up. Our hands go up, and that was re- referring to your entrance, your your entrance theme um, by Savage Garden, the, the tag <laughs> the tag entrance theme. So, uh, yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason why you are where you are. So, um, I think people people if, if you build it, people will follow. Mm. Um, and then you are doing a little bit of other tagging. Uh, I don't know. I know you recently wrestled the Bang Bros. We love the Bang Bros. Oh yeah, wrote, wrote about them. Can you tell me about that match really quickly? Yeah, it was a really fun match. It, I, uh, um, uh, it, it was a really, really, really fun match. Uh, maybe I, I'd like to. I'd like to see the match. I would like to have that match in like multiple different promotions. Okay. You know, uh, I would like to to do that a, a few more times. Like they were really good. Like. Um, yeah, they, they were really creative and, and um, they're just really good. Like those guys are fast and they had like these crazy moves and stuff like that. Like I had a fun time working them. Like it was very simple. Like they're just very, they're very good guys, you know? Yeah. They're personal favorites of ours. And yeah, I want to put over the, um, before we get you out of here, uh, March 6th. So that was that second wrestling or second to none wrestling. I'm unsure. Second wrestling. It was second, second wrestling. wrestling. Yes. Yes. Maybe their slogan is second to none, but second wrestling. <laughs> their next show is March 6th, uh, I believe. And um, yep. we'll have more information on that, I guess, in the description of this episode. Uh, I wanted to. I told the promoter that I would put that. I would talk about the show. So I don't have it. I don't have it up in front of me right now. But March sixth, second wrestling. Follow them on Twitter. I don't know. Are you wrestling for them again on that show, or do you think you'll be? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, they okay. they treated us very well, and um, yeah, they're great guys too. You should definitely go and support them as well. Um, yeah, just good crew. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and uh, sorry for not having the, the information on me, uh, you the listener. But yeah, we'll have it on twohusonaface.com when we post this episode, all, all the information. And there's other shows happening. War Wrestling, I think, is happening the 22nd, South Bend. Um, Freelance, unfortunately, had to cancel the 21st and 22nd, Freelance Freelance Underground. But there is still some wrestling going on, so you can definitely get your fix. Uh, and there's the upcoming AEW show for February 4th. Yes. That's going to be at the... Um, Marionette Park, that's uh, Bourbon Street. 
There you uh, go. With uh, Ron Simmons, meet and greet, but you're going to have the AAW champion in the house. There you so, go. So Ron that's, Simmons that's versus the gunslinger. Let's do it. Let's see what <laughs> Ron's got. He's a big boy. He qualifies in that list. Yeah, he does. Maybe he can teach me a few things. Definitely. Well, Matt, uh, before we let you go, we're at the 32-minute mark. Sorry, we kept you a little bit. You're good. Um, uh, actually, we might be right on time because we had like a two-minute intro, maybe or one-minute intro. But yeah, before you go, congrats again. Anything you anything you want to say before you, before you head out? Any plugs or anything like that? Or man, uh, follow me on Twitter at Matt Fitchett and uh, Instagram, same handle, Matt Fitchett for both of them. One word, no underscores, no numbers, just my name. All right, and that's one T. One T, M-A-T. M-A-T. Yeah, All right, yeah, too many T's. <laughs> too many T's. No, it diff- helps differentiate. But once again, I'm gonna just going to do a little golf clap. But so thank you. Clap right <laughs> in the mic. But Matt, congrats on everything. You deserve it. Oh, thank you, congrats. man. Appreciate it. Uh, right. Make sure you hashtag this episode, Gunslinger. With a B. The spelling. Right there. There you awesome. go. All right. Appreciate it. Right. Thanks, Matt. No problem, man. Thank you for having me. Yep. All right. That was Matt Fitchett. That was. It was a, I mean, it was a quick and short interview, man, but it didn't even feel like an interview, just, you know, hanging out. Um, and, it, and it was good to just kind of get his reaction, you know, from at least, you know, us, AAW faithfuls, that we've, you know, seen his growth and, and seen him get to the top, which which is pretty cool. Yeah, his eyes lit up when we were like, I remember above the <laughs> Dude, I mean, oh, it's <laughs> I mean, whether it's, you, it's been, whether it's you been did like a, a podcast interview or not, you know, like anybody that goes up there, I'm sure they remember the time they've been up in the second floor in the little room of the Eagles Club. I I I know there's I promise you, like it was an area away from the girls' bathroom. It was just an opening area, but like I know the girls' stuff is up there. We stayed away oh, from right, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We stayed in this weird area where there's just like shit everywhere. And it looked like someone like your your granny's attic, basically. And that's basically, yeah. That's I remember there was like the a show. mattress or something there. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of like... never go up there again. <laughs> <laughs> One and done. Yeah, um, no, that was a super fun conversation, man. I think he's really appreciative of. We're appreciative of him. He's, we're, you know, he's appreciative of, of the of the of the 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 crowd that he, literally him, AEW, and him himself through his hard work and Davey as well. Give him some credit. We love Davey Vega as a pro Davey Vega podcast. Like that, they built they built this following, you know, and he deserves everything. Yeah, and and also you know, shout out to you know AEW for. Again, going from this promotion that that was flying in a bunch of folks, and and they were pretty hot during that time. And they're they're, they're a great promotion. I mean, that's why we go to their, their shows. But also looking at their local talent, at their the talent that that's been with them for a while and giving them a shot, and and giving you know in this case, uh, Fitch it a shot to to carry the title and 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 see where where that takes them, and, and just kind of believing in their own talent, in a way. Yeah. No. I I I didn't know. It's crazy. I love the insight he gave us where I didn't know that, like, you know, he thought they might have been off that poster the next show because it was right. literally I remember the poster. I remember the poster it was like that really cool red background and it had like that, that ex- was it that the, the explosion in the back or something. Yeah, it was like an explosion mm-hmm. in the back and literally like so many big names at that time were on that poster. And it's like and it's and the best it, it, it was. Yeah. During that time, like it was super competitive, like 
you know, if you were hard to get a spot. Yeah, it was hard to get a spot. Um so that's that's pretty cool. But um I think do, do you have any any final thoughts? I mean, we can wrap it up, call it a day, call it an episode. No, I mean, like I said, uh um let me let me just I can say all of it right now. I guess. Uh-huh. I, right. I had I had up I had him up. Hit him up, hit him up. Um, had second wrestling up, and then you know they're 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 running March sixth, AEW Feb February fourth. We're wrestling January twenty second in South Bend, Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. Freelance and Freelance Underground Freelance Wrestling canceled the twenty first, twenty second. So. Um, which is hundred percent be safe, smart on Absolutely. them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I'm sure all, all precautions will be taken that they're need to take in for the shows that are running. So, uh, but yeah, there, there's still some stuff happening, even though Omnicron is, is running amok. Um, uh, glad your family's healthy, but yeah, uh, you know, you can still, you can still find some good wrestling out there, you know, even with all this stuff. If not, there's always YouTube. There's always, you know, IWTV, there's, um, what are the other, I mean, I am not going to recommend Peacock, but you can check Peacock out if you want. <laughs> uh, but there's, there's wrestling to watch for sure. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So that concludes episode 210 of Ooh. Two Heels Interface. Um, we are kicking off. 2022 with a with a great episode I, I i definitely enjoyed that conversation with fitchett so you know looking forward to to many more um as far as social media you can follow us on twitter instagram facebook two heels in a face that's number two heels in a face mm-hmm. check out our website for a somewhat controversial list <laughs> top 25 shy um you know two heels in a face.com that's two number two heels in a face.com uh, let us know what you think about that list. Yeah, read the criteria before you say. I realize the title line might be a little misleading, but if you read the criteria, listen, we're two heels in a face, small podcast. We've been covering, you know, Chicago Land wrestling for approximately four years. So I don't even know twenty five wrestlers that like. I guess I know twenty five wrestlers that live in Chicago, but it like to put on that list. But I feel like that limits. You yeah, gotta, yeah. Um, as the people so that we much. see, there, there's some. I'm sure there's some wrestlers in Chicago that we don't, see, you know, we weren't frequently seeing on a on a monthly basis. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that limit it. If we were to keep it to only people living in Chicago, it would very, it would very much limit the list. We we kept it to people that wrestled for those promotions. Also, a little bit confusing. It would be unfair for us to to you know, I mean, I I've, I've always tried to catch galley shows. Right, nothing against galley. They just run on Sundays. And sometimes I can't make it, but you know I've been to Gali shows. I enjoy them. I I like their wrestling. Their lucha libre style is, is very different. Yeah, Sam Adonis just won their belt. Sam Adonis. I was gonna say that Sam Adonis, who's a constant at Warrior, you know, like he just won a belt over there. And but it would be unfair for for us to you know pull people from there when we're not consistently watching the product or, or consuming right. the product. So yeah. read the criteria. I think it makes sense. And also I understand Zello didn't have a lot of the shows in Chicago. But we still right. have watched all uh, mo- those shows, even though if they weren't in the Chicagoland area, they were still considered. So, Listen, Crestwood, still Chicago, and I went to those ba- baseball shows. There you go. So, 
There you go. It counts. Counts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie. Uh, I will take a swig of my Modelo. I mean, it's how long has it been since we had a Modelo together? I'm drinking a Bud Light, but it's been way too long, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's it's been way too long. So, you know, hopefully we're able to get together at some point when all this, we'll keep saying it, once all this settles down and COVID <laughs> is no longer around and not a threat, but we just got to stay safe and keep uh, enjoying all types of wrestling because wrestling is a buffet. That, that's damn straight. All right. Hashtag Viva La Chico. Don't forget about Viva La Chico. Definitely don't and do that. Make sure to hashtag beat up GPA. Of course.